Okay, hello and welcome to the second episode of the Pub Talk Rugby League podcast. We actually have a name this time. Uh, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam. I know very little about football, so I'm joined with my panel of armchair experts, Smokes and the Principal. Hello. G'day. So, guys, we made it back for a second podcast. Uh, some people said that we'd never make the second one, but... We the the thing is, wrong. it was mostly us. It was mostly us who were saying we probably wouldn't make it back for a second one. It was, it was definitely <laughs> us saying that. We said we'd do three and we'll see how we go. I, I feel like we're going to yeah, keep going and maybe even get a it's fourth a bit guest of fun. on. Um, it is a bit of fun. I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed the process of making these things and uh, figuring out where to host them and all that jazz. Uh, and you guys just talk for half an hour and catch up with people. And Yeah, we've got the easy job. <laughs> we got the easy bit. We just talk. Well, last week, did you guys watch any football? Um, yes, I watched. Mainly, only watched the the Friday, Thursday, Friday games. Actually, this week, I was pretty busy on the Saturday. I obviously watched the most important game on Sunday night, <laughs> which is a bit of a a drag to to wait that long to watch a team play. Um, but yes, yeah, so I watched a couple of games. I actually enjoy the wet weather footy sometimes. So I wouldn't want it all, every week, but I liked it mixing things up a bit so it actually was pretty good every team played pretty well in the wet so the, it sort of didn't seem to affect them too much but i do like the differences that the, the wet weather makes to the games and you smokes yeah for sure no it's yeah yeah look uh for myself look it's interesting actually i did not watch one full game of footy this round and i thought well geez i'm going on this podcast i need to know what i'm talking about so i discovered k ko mini which is fantastic. I don't know if you guys have tried KO Minis before, but basically on, on, the, on the KO Sports app, um, they do like a 20 minutes highlight package of every game. So it's just an extended highlight. Oh, so perfect. I watched about six of those. So I think the only two I didn't watch were the... Actually, no, there was only one I didn't watch, actually, and that was the Penrith Bulldogs game. So I've got a fair idea of how all the games went. Uh, in terms of like when they were on live, I did get to catch some of the Eels Storm game I saw a little bit of the Broncos-Titans game, but I was actually out. And then when I saw what the half-time score was, I decided I'm just going to enjoy a few beers now and pretend the football's not on. So, um, but uh, yeah, otherwise I, I caught up on all the highlights. And I, I, I'm sort of with Simmons, uh, with, with the, the principal on this one. I thought some of the quality of footy, in considering how heavy the rain was, was actually pretty damn good, especially that Eels-Storm game. That was, um, that was incredible, some of the stuff that happened in that game. But, um, but yeah, no, it was a good round, except for the Friday result. And uh, to give you an idea, I watch zero football <laughs> and don't have KOs. So, you know, I'm just really talking up a big game of not knowing anything. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Let's talk about last round. So I went through and figured out who got what. Uh, so Atlee, our fourth co-host, who's not here and hasn't been here yet, uh, got four out of eight, which is shocking. Smokes, you just as Just, just as, as bad. Uh, and the principal... You got seven out of eight, which is pretty good, and I got six out of eight from last round. All of us picked Storm, and and the Eels uh, came and won from nowhere. Yeah, they they they. I've got to give them credit; they played well. I was not expecting. And then that. I had to check this, but Atley said the Bulldogs. He tipped Bulldogs. I'm like, why would he tip that? But yeah. I'll have to go back. He's, and check. he's a strange boy. Anyway, Atley, so it very very yeah, strange. Who who would tip the Bulldogs? It's pretty yeah. much a. Oh, maybe this week. Well, they, they they get a chance this week. That's for sure. <laughs> game of game of the round. 
<laughs> right. So anyway, I've yeah. I've uh, I've uh, summed them all up, and yeah, I'm tied with Simmons, or the principal, sorry, uh, on thirteen out of sixteen. And Jeez, you guys, I've got some catching before. up to do. Bloody yeah. hell, you, you guys are doing. That's right. I'll catch shopping. up. You know, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint, so I'll get there. Sure. Uh, yeah, um, okay, so I thought we'd go through some of the news headlines and, uh, see if you guys have any opinions or, uh, thoughts around these sort of things, so, uh, so, I don't know, do you guys watch the, uh, Sharks and Canberra? Yeah, well, obviously, we watched that game, or at least some of us did. Yep. Yeah, I, that, that was one of the ones I, I KO minied last night, actually. Um, yeah, it was... <laughs> Poor old Chad, Chad Townsend did not have a, um, a happy night, did he? I mean, he, uh, he missed the tackle for the Raiders' first try, I believe. Um, he, there was one point early in the game where I think um, the, the Sharks' fullback scooped up that ball and ran 50 metres downfield, and the next play, he threw a, uh, Townsend threw a terrible pass that killed that play off, and then obviously the three missed goals, which were all pretty easy attempts like for, for his standards, and he shanked them all, so... So you must be uh, singing, singing his praise um, this week's uh, principal because he, he kind of um, helped you guys get across the line. Yeah, I think it did help us get across the line. But it, I reckon the, the thing was Raiders were their own worst enemy. That, the first half that the Raiders played, it was, it was near perfect in the conditions. Like they, they put on 12 points. They probably could have put on more. Mm. Um, they but probably then they should just have. stopped yeah, playing. Yeah. They should have. They should have been up by more. And then they stopped playing in the second half. They made mm. more mistakes than the Sharks in the second half. So yeah. it was interesting, but, <laughs> you know, well, you, it was a, I did the, feel sorry for him a little bit. But, you know, it is they, goal kicking is, could be an issue for a few teams this year with yeah. new kickers. I think it's going to be... Even Raiders don't have their first-choice kicker at the moment. So well, it's I, really was it, was it la- important. Was it last year that the Sharks lost... Last year or the year before, they lost about four games where they either scored more tries or as many tries as their opposition, but their goal-kicking let them down. Um, so that, that's been a problem with them for a while. So, uh, And it was quite funny, the, um, the attempted two-point field goal, uh, which we've seen the video of now from Moylan, where he's like 55 out, and I think the ball went about 12 metres. That was pretty funny. And, and look, that's, I tell you what, they, they actually made an interesting point on commentary when they went for that. They said, well, the Raiders are up by two, there's five seconds to go, and they had to do the 20 metre line dropout. Um, they would have been better off just doing a short, a short dropout because then, even if they can't kick the field goal, then they've only got to tackle them once. So it takes that out of the out of the play. So might be interesting to see how teams play with that rule if they're up against it with the the new two point field goal rule. So I think the players haven't quite figured out or remember about it yep. half the time. So yeah. I'd say the Raiders weren't even thinking about it. No, and they were just thinking about more, drive it deep and, and tackle. Yeah. It, but you know what? I think you'd nearly be better if, in that case, you kick it deep. And if they can kick a goal from that far, a field goal from that far out, especially in the wet. Yeah, I just, I don't think it's going to happen this year. I, I'd be so surprised if someone does kick a two-point field goal. I, I think yeah. it's an odd rule because it, I guess, I get what yeah. they're trying to do, but... In a real game, it's hard enough to kick a field goal 10 yeah. metres, 15 metres out, let yeah. alone do it from that far back. Yeah. And, okay. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of that two-point field goal. Because to me, that now means... Because there are some guys who can kick field goals from 40 metres. Even Anthony Milford's kicked one from 45 before. So they can do it. And it means, well, if you kick a field goal, it's worth half a try. Yeah. I don't know if that's... I mean, if they're going to do that, maybe they've got to make tries with five points. I don't know. Um, but anyway. 
We'll see. I don't think there's going to be many of them kicked, to be honest. So, but still, I think yeah, I think it's going to be. It won't come into. It really won't cause too many issues. But it's just a, it's an odd rule change. It's sort of someone sort yeah. of overthought it a bit too much, yeah. trying to get games closer. I think so. And, I think so. Anyway. Okay. Um, so our next news headline: We've got Jared Haynes found guilty mm. of sexual assault. Any uh, thoughts, opinions? I don't know. Things you want to say about yeah, that? Yeah, well, geez, this has been going on for a while because this happened. Um, didn't this happen on Grand Final night back in back when the uh, Roosters beat the Storm, which is like two yeah, or three years, a ago. Of years so, ago? Um so it's obviously taken a long time. But from the and I, I've read a little bit about it. I mean, I I'd sort of forgotten about it until it got announced during the week. But um, obviously, the big thing that 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 the courts um, that ended up being the, the big piece of evidence was the, the video footage of the blood on her bed sheets. Yeah, that was pretty shocking. It's like, well, you see that? And it's like, and look, obviously, you know, playing devil's advocate, I guess technically that blood could have got there any 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 way, but from the looks of the text messages and stuff, there was clearly, clearly he thought, oh, I'm just going over there for a shag. When he showed up like that, she was like, well, I don't want it. And, you know, so I, I don't feel any sympathy for him. I mean, if he's done the wrong thing, then... Deal with the consequences, mate. Yeah, I, I really hope they come down hard on him as well. I think it's just it's yeah. so wrong on every level. And I think it's just, you know, just trying to downplay it and some of the things. I mean, I, yeah, look, I, I don't want to go into it too much, but like some of the things they said that he was talking about, it was just, um, mm. you know, especially yeah. to other well, people. Well, he was, accused just... of, um, he was accused of rape in the US when he was um, playing gridiron too, remember? So, you know, maybe the maybe the... Young young man needs to buddy keep his bit in his pants. I don't know, and just just you know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a yeah. It just yep, sounds like it. Yeah, I think the I, not the, uh, not looking positive. It's well, him, is it? and that 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 probably didn't look good with with the the courts either. When they've they've known he's had this other allegation against him, it's like well, he's got even though he wasn't convicted of that, he's got prior history in that sort of space, doesn't he? So that wouldn't have um, looked looked good in his favour. So yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, so the next story I want to talk about was this fake uh, noise is now being pumped through to Fox broadcast for this uh, for the football games. Yeah, I. Re- I mean, I get it because there's no COVID crowds, right? But still. Yeah, I, it's interesting. Yeah, I read I read this story. I, I did read this story just this afternoon. Actually, I thought I'd have a quick read of it um, before we started this, and um, I knew they were doing it last year, but especially at the point where there was zero crowds. I knew they were pumping in a noise just to make it feel a bit more like a real game for the fans watching at home. But it's interesting now because I think um, I think the story even says most most cr- uh, grounds are now allowing up to seventy five percent capacity. And, but even 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 when when you're allowed a hundred percent capacity, it was very rare that it, that a stadium got a hundred percent full. It's very rare they ever got seventy five percent full, unless it was. Um, and this is not a bragging thing, but the Broncos have always pulled very big crowds. I think Canberra of recent years have done. Yeah, your whole state can fit into exactly two teams. right. Exactly. Hey, three, New South three Wales teams. is spread out between three how teams. many teams? Three teams. Yeah, but you know, anyway, but um, but yeah, like, I think you know a few of the other teams obviously do quite well with the crowds, but um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean. To be honest, I haven't noticed it when I've been watching it. So, you know, yeah, it's it's interesting though. I mean, like, it's it's kind of funny that apparently some people at Channel Nine have are not happy about it, and some people are. So it's like, well, whatever. Well, that was yeah. my next question. As somebody who doesn't watch the games, I don't even know. But to you guys, do you notice no, it? No, I haven't. Noticed I haven't it. noticed it at all. Not. I, I mean, I noticed it last year, and I loved it last mm. year. Yeah. Because some of the games before they brought it in, it, it was it, hard it was to weird. Watch. You couldn't. You could. I, I was. 
I really struggled to get through some of the games that weren't the Raiders, and I watch most games every week. Mm. And you know what? I, I reckon it's better because even some of the games that aren't well attended, you watch it on TV. It, you know, it's bad when you're there, but when you watch it on TV, you want a bit of atmosphere. And mm. I think anything like that'll help it. And we don't. I I haven't noticed any of it this year. I didn't even mm. know what was happening. So I think it's great if they got away with it and they can make the broadcast better. It's that that's where they get the money from. So make that make that product better. There, there could be maybe some of the motivation here is because obviously last year I think they used the whole COVID thing as an opportunity to expand into the overseas markets because in America, for example, there was just no sport on last year. The the only thing that came close to resembling live sport in America last year was professional wrestling. Everything else just was not on. Like so. Yeah, so the other thing I've seen was, like, they would have NASCAR racers playing video games of NASCAR or... And then they were streaming that. Yes, they were doing virtual... Virtual, yes. Yes, they were. Uh, I remember like that, too. That was very interesting. Like basketball players playing NBA yeah. Live yeah, yeah, or NBL Live, the, the, whatever, the, um, you know. Yeah, the, the PS4 versions of something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, um, so I wonder if part of the whole pumping the crowd noise in is to still appeal to those overseas markets because if you make it sound like it's a really exciting atmospheric game it might get more people watching so maybe that's part of it i don't know yep okay and then the last news story i want to cover was just this freaking <laughs> hilarious at least i thought it, it was hilarious. funny uh Luke <laughs> come Brooks, on mate 150th game banner fail he just can't poke through his own banner uh, so he just sort of pushes it away and you see the photographers on the other side and they're all, like, oh, yeah. lining up their shots. Ready to the take center, the Rick and then, Banner, and it just like, didn't happen. Could you imagine? Mate, like, this, this is very... And Simmons, uh, Principal, you'll probably remember this, all the old footage of when um, they took that State of Origin exhibition match to Los Angeles back in the 80s, and Peter Sterling yep. trying to run through the banner, and because they taped yep. it up so... But, but at least he got through it. At least he kept on yeah. ripping and tearing until he got through it. Um, this, this was just a perfect metaphor for what was waiting the Tigers over the next two hours of that afternoon because they got pummeled. Yeah, that was shocking. And it, you know what? The ban- Just on the banner, it actually looks pretty strong. Like, it doesn't look like something you'd... That, it looks you know, like a like, bit of plywood. <laughs> it, it's, it's not like... It, it some does of the look AFL like one. it might be plastic, bloody, like a yeah. tarpy type thing that you can't yeah, pop through. Exactly. But, like, surely they think about that and they go, okay, we'll print on mm. paper. I'm sure they did. But, like, we'll start or, like, we'll weaken it right in the middle so that he yeah, can pop exactly. through. Like, yeah. I just thought that was hilarious. Just and, I just watched it on loop and, and I just... Normally, I, it yeah, warms my heart. Normally, <laughs> normally, it's supposed to be on, like, a tissue paper sort of thing. But uh, maybe because it was because of the weather and it was raining so much, I thought, oh, we better make it firm so it doesn't just wilt away well, in the rain. But It also looks like a very good print. Like, it's I think a very it's on, like, you know, some hard, yeah, thicker yeah. paper sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, that's where you come with a box cutter before the game and you sort of, like, give it a score and just, like, just enough to, to let it rip. And then, mm. oh, anyway, I just it's, It is it funny. It is. It's up. Incredibly. Yeah, it, it is a good one. And as I said, it just summed up their day. Yeah, it actually happened in the Sharks game as well. Wade Graham had the same issue, but then he he uh, karate kicked it and got got through. So, <laughs> he, so he had the same problem and he, just, and he was holding his kids. He had both kids in his arms and he was trying to get through. And he ended up yep. just kicking it down. So that was quite... But it was the same type of banner. And I thought, oh, you know, when, yeah. it's just... I don't know how NRL have so many issues and AFL seem to get through it. He's probably so, got about 30 kilos yeah, I mean, on Brooksy too, I'd say, Wade Graham. So 
Yeah, um, that's they, right. They probably helped him. Surely isn't the first time they've yeah. done this. So like, they should have just had like, uh, okay, well, we're gonna make sure that it's an easy thing to pop through. But anyway, <laughs> I just like I said, as someone who doesn't care about football, I saw that on the news for like the five seconds I was watching the news, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm remembering that. I'm gonna yeah. find that. I'm gonna talk about it in the podcast. Uh, so let's talk round three footy tipping. Uh, I have prepared because I'm uh, such look at this. Post, uh, the teams. Uh, and then we can figure out the odds and that sort of stuff if you want to, or we can just type up, you know, what we who we think are going to win round three. Mm. All right, so Smokes, we've got uh, Panthers versus Storm. That is a tough one because, uh, obviously, grand final replay, it's always exciting. They usually wait until about round three or four, don't they? Um, I think they're both, like, Penrith are missing Cleary, but I think the Storm, I think I read today they're missing Pappenhausen. Um, so that's a tough one. Look, uh jeez. I'll go Melbourne. They don't lose two in a row very often. I'll go the Storm. Principal? Yeah, I'm going Storm because I think Cleary has more of an influence on Penrith. And, I mean, Pappenhausen does it on, on Melbourne, but I think they've got other players as well that can pick it up. I think Cleary's a huge out. So I think I'm tipping Storm, but I'm not super confident. Uh, I am continuing my trend of picking the one with the most odds. Uh, so I'm actually going Penrith. I actually have my tips here. I can yep. see them. And we'll chase up Atley for his ones. Uh, so the next one, Dragons versus Sea Eagles. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the Dragons here. I think the Dragons are a bit of a better team than what people are giving them credit for. Um, they, they were good. That, that was a fun game to watch, actually, that Cowboys-Dragons game. Um, but, yeah, I'll go the Dragons. Benny Hunt had a pretty good game, so... Um, yeah, and I don't think Manly have much chop at the moment. Yeah, I'm going Dragons as well. They they actually surprised me. I thought that was going to be a pretty shocking game last week, but it was much better than what I thought. So, yeah, I think Dragons might do better than I thought as well, but I still can't see them getting top eight, but I think they'll go all right. And Manly just, you know, without Tom Travojevic, I think it's... Mm. They, it's they've Did, always didn't Walker get injured as well? He looked like he got a head knock, and I don't know if he's back in next this week, but... Yeah, they they got a few problems, mainly. Yeah. Well, the bookies also said dragons, so that's where I'm going. Uh, for the Rabbitohs oh, versus Roosters. Oh, yes. This will be a good one. Um, I'm going to go Rabbitohs. Even though Roosters have won their two games comfortably, um, I think um, the Rabbitohs have had two fairly tough sort of games. That might put them in good stead for a, for a match against the Roosters. So I'll go the Rabbits. Principal? Yeah, I'm going Rabbitohs too. Based on nothing. I literally have no idea. I reckon it's so flip of a coin, but I think, yeah, Roosters have had a couple of easy games, so Hmm. I think it'll it'll help Rabbitohs having some harder ones, so chuck them in. Bookies have said Roosters, so that's where I've gone. Uh, I guess the Raiders versus New Zealand Warriors. Uh, I know where Steve's going. Yeah, we'll go the Faders. We'll go the Faders. Um, they, They faded a bit last week, but they held on. I don't think they'll let the same thing happen. The Warriors, are, they're, they're doing what I was expecting. They're, they're staying in every game. They obviously won their first game. They were right up in there the last game too, but I'll go the Faders. Yeah, I'm actually a bit worried about this game for the Raiders, but I'll tip Raiders, but I, I think it's going to be really close again. I think Raiders won't hit their their real sort of form until later on in the year, so I think they're going to have to do this for a long time, just win games early on by a couple of points and they're gonna win games all season mate don't worry don't worry about it <laughs> so as long as they keep winning that's fine um and then the broncos versus bulldogs jeez oh, it's the real battle of the heavyweights here isn't it um if we lose this game 
this podcast next week, I'll have some form of Bulldogs memorabilia. And I'll keep it beside me for the entire match. If we lose this game... It'll be 30 minutes of just ranting about how last game No, was. it'll be 30 minutes of me just, just crying because we're so terrible. Um, I'll actually be at the game this Saturday, which will be fun. And if we lose, I'll just drink lots of alcohol so I forget about it. If we win, I'll probably do the same anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, I, 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 we surely can't lose this one. Uh, principal? Broncos, but I don't know. Bulldogs have got a chance. With very little confidence. Bull- Bulldogs have got a chance, I think. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly think that Broncos are just going to struggle all year. And I think Kevin Walter, like, he was struggling with the loss last week. Imagine what he's going to do if he loses against Bulldogs. So, I'm tipping Broncos because of that. The one thing, at least with us, I mean, our ball control was what lost us against the Titans, but. At least when we hold on to it, we actually looked all right with it, whereas the Dogs just don't look like they've got any attack at all. So, technically, if the Broncos complete at about 75%, they should win. Like they've, get, they've got much more talent than the Bulldogs do, so that, that should be what, what gets them home, he says, hopefully. Eels versus Sharks. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go the Eels. They were, they were very impressive against Melbourne. Like um, In the wet, both those teams were so good. Like What about the... Um, uh, that Mike Acevo, both his tries off those bombs in the wet was just ridiculous. So I've got to go them. Um, the Sharks, I think they're going to struggle a bit this year. I know they were close against Canberra, but I don't. I think Canberra are a bit off their game. So I'm going to go the Eels. Yeah, I think Eels too. Yeah, definitely Eels. Um, the way Gutherson just keeps on playing. Oh, I don't know how he just keeps on going. He's just so such a good player. I, I never used to rate him that much, but he just he never stops and. Yeah, just proven, proven me wrong. He's a, he's a little smart-ass, but he can play. Yeah. Do you see the wink that he was doing when he got injured? Oh, the, just... the, the, little, the little wink, yeah, exactly. That, that's what I mean. He's got that smart-ass <laughs> in his game, but he's a, he's a handy footballer, and he's played Origin now too last year, so that's probably, he's probably got a bit, of, a bit of a confidence boost from that, so he's going well. Yeah, and he's kept injury-free for a while as well, because that was his biggest issue a long time, like mm. for a while. It was just injury after injury, so... Seems to be going all right. Yep. Okay, Knights versus West Tigers. Oh, Newcastle. New, I mean, Newcastle off the back of two wins. They've done it without Kalen Ponga too. I don't know if he's back yet or not, but um, uh, with the West Tigers, I think they're in for a. I think they're in for a bottom four finish this year. I don't think they're much chop at all. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually gonna say Tigers. Ooh, going on the upset. Just throwing out there. Oh, yeah, it's in Newcastle, but they've got to. You know what? They've got rid of Leilua. I think that's a start. Piss him off. That's, yeah, he's he's such a rocks or diamonds guy, isn't he? Yeah, there's got to be someone that's a bit more settled. It depends if Roberts plays as well, so hopefully he plays for them. But I'm thinking mm. I'm, just, I'm thinking they might spring an upset. Okay, and our final game is Cowboys versus Titans. Yeah. Um, look, I, I suppose on, on form you'd have to go the Titans, but... See, I don't know if the Titans were that good last week or if we just made them look good. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I can't tip the Cowboys because I think they're potentially bottom four this year as well. Principal? Yeah, Titans. I can't. I think they're going to win comfortably. And, yeah, I just... I think they, they didn't play... I thought they played pretty good last week, but I think just um, Milford and co. sort of made them look pretty good as well with a lot of his defence issues and things like that. Our ball control. Our ball control was terrible in that first half and that really hurt us like we improved that in the second half and we won the second half so 
It just goes to show, hold the ball, win football games. What do you think they're going to do with Milford? Simple. It's a simple. It's a simple game. It's a simple game principle. Just hold the football. Uh, we're pretty much consistent in our uh, pickings. I think the only times that we've actually sort of differed is like the West Tigers, uh, Roosters versus Rabbitohs, and uh, Storm versus Panthers. So yeah, it's pretty close. Really, we'll have a we'll have a close like whatever we have today will probably be roughly that again. It will be interesting to see what Atlee picks. Is that an indication of there being a fairly a fairly obvious split between who the best teams are and who the worst teams are <laughs> this year? Because normally it's very so. normally there's <laughs> like. Normally there's about five or six games every round that are pretty hard to pick, but there was only maybe two there that I thought, geez, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think so. And I think we, we spoke about it last week too, with something similar. It's, mm. It seems easier to tip, and I think there's a huge split between the... Maybe the, there's probably ten, ten teams, that you know, that the couple near the eight, and going yeah. all the way up to first, and then you've got those other sort of six teams, which are just pretty, pretty average. You know, you've got Tigers, mm. Cowboys this year... Dragons. I mean, there's, there's usually there's there's usually one team that'll sort of end up. Well, there's usually there's usually one team who surprises everyone because they go better than expected. There's usually one team who surprises everyone because they go worse than expected. But I'm not sure who that's going to be this year. But I guess the only thing I wanted to bring up, just as a a Broncos thing, I want to get someone else's perspective on this. Um, big Mouth Gordon Tallis decided to come out and have a big whinge session about a race day being cancelled on the Saturday. Um, did you hear much about that uh, principle? Or? Yeah, I did. It was. I actually found it really interesting. He came out and said it, and then what's sort of followed what he said. So you've got Kevin Walters saying that it was cancelled because they had sponsorship commitments, and then you had. Um, oh, he's the one. Yeah. 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 And then, but you know, uh, Gordon Tallis was really sort of adamant that that it was above um, Walters' head. You know, the people that put it off. So there's obviously some some really big issues there that I don't know. Who's telling the truth? Here's the problem with Gordon Tallis. He has not. He has had a soured relationship with the Broncos ever since his last game at the club back in 2004. So I never trust anything he says when it comes to the Broncos. Now he's coming out having this big win, saying, "Oh, there was this race day organised with the the current team and the old boys um, on the Saturday, but then the people above Kevin Walters' head cancelled it, and they need to give him control and blah blah blah, having this big whinge about it." Uh, but Kevy came out, I think, yesterday or today and released a statement saying, no, I cancelled it. I cancelled it at the start of last week, not after we lost the game. I cancelled it early because he said, I don't think it was going to be a very good look if our football team goes out the day after a match getting on the piss at the races in round two of the season. The fact is, and I know as a Broncos member, those players did have commitments with our major sponsor, which is um, uh, 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 which is Kia. Um, they were advertising all week saying, come and see the Broncos players at, at these various Kia uh, motor dealerships throughout South East Queensland. Um, and they posted photos of it on their Instagram and, and their website. So he's not, he's not talking nonsense when he says, no, I cancelled it because we had other commitments. Um, I think, like, Gordon Taylor shouldn't be coming out saying, oh, the people higher up cancelled it. Well, he has no, how would he know? He's not involved with the club. And Corey Parker made a great point during the week too when they asked him about it, and he said, he said, it's more important that the team focuses on getting back on the winning ways and going out drinking at the races. He said, these old boys, they're more than welcome to come to training and have a coffee with the boys after training or have a burger with them or something. And he said, there's, there's over 240 players who have played for the Broncos who are all considered old boys. There's only two or three of them who ever whinge about the club. And it's the same two or three guys every time, and Talis is one of them. So I think he needs to just shut his mouth about the stuff that he doesn't understand. That's my saying. Rent over, is that 
about right. I was going to say, and that concludes Smokes Blows Up, <laughs> <laughs> episode one, a podcast within a podcast. Maybe that's my little sub-segment, Smoke Nose, or Smoke Blows. Blowing smoke! Whatever you want to call blowing it, however smoke. you want to brand it. Blowing smoke, I like that, that's good. <laughs> blowing smoke, yeah, okay, that's fine. Oh, I was meant to do the Dugan Report. Oh, the Dugan Report, yes! The Dugan Report, I did, I actually thought about it on the weekend, I was watching what, e- eagerly. What, was it Dugan? So, he, he went... It was around the 70th minute, and he then he started faking injury. But he actually said in the field to his credit. So <laughs> that's that's good so, for him. Yes, yeah. so I, I was surprised. Yeah. You know, he broke a fingernail and he, he powered through it, and he um, kept going. So so good, you know, good on him. Good on him. Good so, on Dukes. Not not too much to report in the Dukes. report this week. Do we want to chat about anything that we're watching or doing or whatever that's not league related? Um, look, I haven't started Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. Um, I think they've only had one episode so far, right? Um, that's correct. Uh, in terms of other stuff, watch on Sunday. I took my kids to see Raya and the Last Dragon, new Disney film, beautifully animated. Good. That's good. on Disney Plus. Oh, uh, you got to pay a premium for that. And I wanted to see it on the big screen, so sure. you know. I thought if I'm going to pay the same amount, I might as well see it on the big screen. Um, but what, one Fair thing, enough. bit of an oldie though, this one, but something I've been watching with my kids over the last few weeks because they're they're old enough to watch it now. Um, was an anime called Death Note. I'm not sure if either of you ever watched it, but it's um, it's a. Lo- I remember the name. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's very different. Like most anime is usually martial arts or big giant mech robots fighting each other or whatever. This is just like a, it's it's a detective show with a bit of a supernatural twist to it. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I was watching Win- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. There was one bit where they would. It was uh, what's his name? Winter Soldier and the therapist talking, and it's all like these weird angles, and it's all zoomed in. I'm like, this is a bit. I get you going for something artistic and a bit different, but anyway, that kicked me off onto this whole MCU rewatch where I was watching Captain uh, America 2, The Winter Soldier, and The Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, and I'll watch Captain Civil Civil War tomorrow, just to like sort of remind me of like what the hell happened. Like I kind of remembered things, but then I was a bit fuzzy around Civil War, and um, like I know Infinity War, and I know Endgame very well. Yeah. But just sort of that, that sort of area, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, how many years it's been, um, I'm just a bit fuzzy. So I'm just like, I'm going to rewatch those. And then I'm telling you guys, you still got to watch Fresh Off the Boat. There's six seasons of uh, this thing. Ah, you mentioned this last week, yeah. Six seasons <laughs> of this show. I'm about season four. Still very good. They're up to like 99, like, because it starts in 95. And That's the one with the music you were talking about. He's Yeah, he's like this, you know, young Asian American guy. And he likes Biggie and Tupac and all the sort of hip hop and R and B stuff from the the nineties. Oh, one one that I've got to watch actually that's uh, is obviously that Snyder cut of Justice League because it's um it's gotten some pretty good reviews. So, but it's four hours, so I've got to find a four hour block where I can sit down and watch it. Yeah, I'll probably have to watch it in two sessions. Four or something. hours long. Um, but yeah, I am keen to see, I'm keen to see it's it. It's only on so. binge. Like I have to pay for another subscription service. I'm like, it's oh, on binge. Okay. Yeah. I will get around to it sometime, but I think I'm going to have to break it up into a couple of sessions to get through it. I think it's like eight parts too, so you can like watch them in sort of like... Like it's one movie, but like there's, you know, part one, part two, part three. I, I, I do want to see it. I just... I've got to figure out this binge account or how I can get around paying for it. Um, but yeah, uh, Principal, do you have any suggestions or recommendations or anything? No, I, I have none because I'm basically not watching TV too much at the moment, so... For various commitments, I'm just trying to get through that. So lots of late nights, but not watching TV. So unfortunately, but I'm just watching footy, and that's basically it, really. But I love to watch 
I still have to, um, yeah, there's still so many shows I have to catch up on. I'm really far behind. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps us up. So thank you all for listening. Uh, and uh, who knows? We'll see you next week. I'm pretty sure we will. Let's do it again. See you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Cheers.